Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect with me, your host, Scott Cazzoli. Uh This is episode three. Uh, first off, thank you for taking the time to just join me. I really hope, um, if you listened to the two previous ones, that you're getting something out of it. Um, just wanted to reiterate that really, I do this for you guys. Um, you know, there is this feeling in my soul that I'm here to help. Um, so anything that I can do to be of service, to be a resource to you, um, whether it be, you know, consciousness, mindfulness, that first episode, meditation on the second piece, or even here, we're going to, you know, switch gears. We touched on, you know, I told you guys in the, as our friend said at the earlier part of uh, this episode that, you know, the, the point of this is to connect your mind and your body to be able to be as effective of a human being as possible on an emotional level, a spiritual level, a pataphysical level, a metaphysical level, and a physical level. Uh, obviously. So, you know, this is going to be our first episode on, uh, we'll call it fitness, losing weight. Um, this is probably the most experienced topic that um, I dabble with. Um, I've been, uh, you know, super into fitness since I lost a lot of weight in about 10 years ago. So, um, you know, everything I'm going to talk about is hands-on experience, probably more experience with, you know, the, the mind, uh, you know, I probably have more experience with the, the body than the mind anyway. So, um, you know, let's go through this a little bit, uh, just to go through my story quickly. Uh, I lost when I was, uh, I was overweight as a kid, really unhealthy. Um, I was eating McDonald's, I don't know, three or four times a week. Uh, I was playing sports, so, you know, I don't think it was ever an issue. I was definitely on the bigger side, but I went to the doctors when I was 15 or 16 and, you know, I was eating McDonald's Tuesdays and Sundays. I was ordering a Big Mac, double quarter pounder, 20 piece nuggets, fries, McChicken. It's disgusting. Uh, I went to the doctor and he said, Scott, what are you eating? Uh, you know, your triglycerides are through the roof, your blood pressure, you're getting diabetes. What is going on? Explained it. And that scared the shit out of me. It put something in my brain where I have to change the way I act, eat. Um, so that really started off, um, a number of different diets. Um, I'd lost in total at my biggest, I had to be 240, 250 maybe. Um, now I'm rocking around 170, 175, maybe during this quarantine. It's, uh, early May, 2020. I'm lost a couple pounds here, but I am super into fitness. This is going to be focused on, you know, just getting the body you want. I don't want to call it losing weight. I don't want to call it, you know, being fit, physiology. This is just how you could be more effective with the body image in total, how to actually be effective and get through it. Um, So let's talk about this a little bit. Personally, I think any, you know, personally, it's just a dumb thing to say, really factually, uh, any type of activity uh, is an effective tool to improve your well-being and how you feel. So anything that gets you moving, if you enjoy it, do it. And that's the the, the first thing that I want to make it clear that you have to find something that you could do consistently. You know, for me, I jump around with everything I do from powerlifting to, um, you know, focusing on more bodybuilding where you're just focusing on one, one um, body part. I'm going to try to keep it really high level because I understand that um, you know, I want you guys to get over this first hump because that's kind of what happened with me. After you get through that first hump and really 
the reason why this is so important to me is this was the anchor um, that connected everything in my brain. Like, oh, if I can change my body, what else could you change? So I think that's the, the hardest part is to really, um, you know, accept and believe in yourself. Um, but uh, whether it be walking, you know, you could even do both at the same time with the mindfulness stuff and uh, meditating and do a walking meditation. That's really the easiest, most effective way to do it. Just get out and walk it. But uh, it has been scientifically proven that people who are more physically active overall have higher levels of, you know, pleasant feelings. Uh, it's increased energy. Um, you know, it'll become more relaxed and pleasant. Uh, these are all things that I think, I think all you know by this point. Um, and again, I don't know how deep I'm going to get into this, but you know, use me as a resource, email me, I'll connect our email at the bottom. Um, I'm here to help. Um, obviously time is of the essence with how many people are reaching out to me just in general, which I'm really happy about. Thank you. But, um, you know, as, as long as I'm, I could help, I'll use all my power to help you guys. Cause I, I was in the same, you know, I was 240, not feeling good about myself, never had confidence as a kid. Uh, and I'm still growing, still working on it. So, uh, if you haven't started moving, let me try to help you, you know, get moving. So we spoke about it, a little bit of energy. Uh, it decreases those. It really, t I feel like it lowers your anxiety. That's obvious. It decreases those unpleasant unple feelings. And I feel like it gives you just a better chance of not being miserable. Um, you know, it increases the chemical reactions in the brain that improves your function and your mood. So obviously when that stuff goes up, it's going to, you know, really um, remove you know, that negativity, when you get that blood flow, when you start moving again, it could be jump roping for 15 minutes a day. Um, you know, the, the, uh, CDC says that we have to, you know, be connected Th 30 minutes a day. We'll do it. Um, yeah, I don't think you have to do that much. I personally, I don't know. I'm doing too much, probably two and a half, three and a half hours. My schedule of what I do for working out is I'll do powerlifting or weightlifting for about an hour. I'll do about 40 to 45 minutes to an hour of cardio. I'll do 10, 15 minutes of abs and another hour of yoga. So you're looking at quite a bit. I understand that I'm obsessive and, you know, that's not what's needed. You could do all those things within an hour. I just really like to get into it. And it's become, like I mentioned, an anchor for me. So usually I want to start really really high level. Usually the issue of your weight loss isn't, the issue isn't weight loss. It's an underlying problem or another glooming issue or feeling that you're dealing with. This could be, you know, sadness. It could be stress, anxiety, anger, guilt. So before you dive into this, excuse me, uh, you have to, you know, really sort out those feelings and just I feel like, you know, it's actually good. Do a little mindfulness, do a little meditation, figure that out. Um, just so you can understand, you know, usually it's going to be eating is going to be caused making you feel, you know, worthless, stressed, angry. Um, that's an escape for something else that's going on. So I want you to sort out that feeling, be able to really understand where, you know, why do I use food as an escape for me? That's exactly what it was. It was something that I was doing just to make myself feel good. And personally, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel good about what I was doing in my life, even though I was smart. I was a little successful in sports. But, you know, the, it comes down to your soul, your confidence. Um, sort of those feelings. I feel like talking about it with somebody really makes you feel not as crazy. And that was one of the first steps I had talking to a close friend of mine. Just being able to, A, be held accountable. Listen, I'm planning on losing some weight. Do you mind? 
reaching out, helping me, just making sure I stay on top of it, um, as well as, uh, you know, just you having a sounding board uh, to say, is this okay, is that okay, just having somebody listen to the pattern of what's going on really helps you. Um, the other piece of this is going to be discipline. I am going to ask, you know, uh, you to be disciplined when you do this. It's the only way. So those three things are the things I want you to do before you even get into or think about which diet and how I'm going to diet, whatever. Uh, sort out those feelings, be held accountable, tell somebody, so you can use them as a sounding board, and then... You know, be ready for discipline because to lose weight, to get on the road of the body you want, you need to have discipline. And I'm going to do another episode focused on discipline. But I do think it is a crucial tool in anything you do. I always looked at, uh, I would say I was the opposite of being disciplined. Uh, I was up all night. I wanted freedom. And you think, you think by not having discipline gives you freedom. It's the exact opposite. You know, anybody listen to this, I'm sure you guys heard of Jocko. Shout out to our boy Jocko. Love him. Love that. But we'll get into that in another topic. Um, let me talk to you about a few tips that were helpful to me that I think are really useful to being able to, once you start off on this journey, you're ready. Now what? Okay, so you sort out your feelings, discuss this. You have your, your friend who will hold you accountable. Maybe you guys will lose weight together. Maybe make it a competition. That's always fun. Um, little Joe Rogan action at you uh, in discipline. I want you to really think about setting intentions before you start this journey. Take it in stride. Be able to f- say, I want to set a goal, but set a small goal. Um, but be intent and, and, and really focus and believe in yourself that I could lose this, you know? Um, this stuff is not rocket science. It's simple. Calories in, calories out, you know? And I'll get to, I'll break it down for you on a more caloric level what to do, but I want you to very simply be intent. I want to lose weight. Tell people I'm going to lose weight. You have to be able to create the feeling before you you start the action, you know, and believe in yourself. And by doing that, you can set small goals. I want to lose X amount of pounds a week, whatever, you know, you, that goal is slow and steady will win this race. It's the same way I did it. I lost, you know, I actually, by the time I was losing first year, I lost 15 pounds, second year, I lost 10. And then I just went on a, a kale diet, which is not healthy, but you know, let's, let's stick to what this works. I won't tell you the kale diet. That's a whole nother story, but Slow and steady wins the race. Stop this negative bullshit in your brain. Um, you have to be positive about the way you look at yourself. You know, you you could focus on the small kind of layers that you're building of this house of losing weight, if you know what I mean. You know, that's the, the hardest part of, of doing anything is that you think there's a mountain to tackle when you have to take it a day at a time. So, you know, if you fuck up, if you had a cheat meal, listen. I'm in Brooklyn right now. Uh, I get the best pizza in the world. Every Saturday night, I'm stuffing my face. So do I feel bad? Yeah. But you have to look at it like, okay, I lost for the week, but I'm going to get right back on that the next day, you know? So stop that negative talk in your brain. Be positive with yourself. Be positive with what you're putting in your body. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, what it did for me, use this as the anchor in your life. Um, The thing that you can't control. The reason why people you know, are out of control with their food is they feel like their life's out of control and then they end up doing that. You could use the diet as your control center to be able to, to focus on to say, you know what, everything's going crazy. I'm going to use fitness as the anchor in my life to control everything. And I guarantee you, 
If you do these steps, I promise you, it will literally change the way that you see everything. You have to commit fully. And again, we're going to go through ways to do that. But um, those are the are the just the, the couple of tips that I wanted to tell you. You're going to set small goals. You're going to set an intent every morning. Um, you're going to stop that negative talk. Be positive about yourself and about, I don't want to call it a battle. Um, that's the way I look at it. It's probably a little too negative. But look at it like it's, you know, it's either adding or subtracting every day. As long as every week you're adding um, by subtracting weight, um, you're winning. You're doing what you set to do. So on a simple level, um, you know, I want to break down some of the diets. You know, it's hard to get so into the details with this. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people who could probably do it better than me. But again, I've done all of these. I'll talk about them. Uh, you know, as simple as it gets, if you're the simplest person, I track everything I eat. I know my calories in calories out, but all you got to do on a very simple level is whatever goes into your body, you have to make sure that you're burning more than what you get. So let's say that you start on your standard day, whatever you're, you're doing every day is your baseline, right? All you have to do is improve that baseline. Now you could change that up any way you could. And you could just take a tip of, you know, a couple tips like adding protein to your diet, you know, that but just by uh, even I'm telling you to, to eat more food that will make you fuller instead of having, you know, obviously you have to stay away from that salty, sugary carbs, but just by adding a little bit more protein for that lunch meal, a little more chicken, a little bit something that you enjoy, that will make you less hungrier to eat the shit or the junk that you don't want. Um, the other way to do it is, you know, addition by subtraction by adding cardio, and everybody hates that word, cardio. I used to hate it. I love it. I absolutely love doing my 45 minutes to an hour. Look at it like it's your idle time to do something else, to be productive. Sit on a bike for an hour, read a book, uh, listen to, you know, cause and the effect. Do, do whatever that, whatever you want to do. That way you're, you're multitasking and you're kind of, you know, you're kind of shadowing the hatred of cardio with something that is useful. And that, that's without even changing anything, you know. So you could just increase your cardio and add protein. And, you know, that will also, uh, not eating after seven or eight, eight o'clock at night, um, will help the whole process, uh, will help you make you feel better that I can get. You could just stop eating, you know, stuff your face as much as you want, eat the same food, at least stop eating so early that you could feel better the next day. Cause every day you wake up, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to feel gross. Um, even, you know, another tip of drinking water before, um, a meal, you know, is, is a little trick that, that works for me, um, you know, back when I was trying to lose all this weight, uh, on a, on a simple level, you could, uh, you know, again, I'm just breaking them down very high level cause you can type in intermittent fasting, keto, a deficit, yada, 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 and go through all these. But you know, those are just some tips. Um, intermittent fasting is something I absolutely love for me. I feel like it's hard to actually put on more muscle than, than not. And it kind of messes around with my lifting schedule cause I'm up pretty early, but intermittent fasting is a fantastic way to, um, to really be able to, to, to take in everything that's going on. And from there you could always, uh, extend it or collapse it just for people who, you know, are just going to use this as a tool. What you have to do is, uh, you know, set a, uh, a window whether it be uh, the standard is, you know, 12, it's a eight hour eating window with a 12 hour open window uh, with a 12 hour closed window. So what you do is you're only eating between those eight hours. And what that does, A, it forces you to, you know, you, you can't cram as much food in a certain amount of time than not. 
um, you know, you're letting your intestines, your liver kind of take a break, which when you wake up in the morning, if you cut, you know, if you cut off eating, I, I, w- I would cut eating at seven or eight, wake up and I wouldn't eat, you know, until 12 hours later, which just about around lunchtime. I felt amazing. I felt like, you know, you have a little bit of uh, apple cider vinegar in the morning to kind of cleanse yourself even more. And you feel like, you know, you're putting your, your body through a little bit of a car wash in a way in the insides. It feels fantastic. I sh- highly recommend intermittent fasting for pure weight loss on an energy level. I think it does take some getting used to, to, um, you know, be able to handle the, the not eating. But again, after a week or so, you do end up, uh, you know, kind of just getting st- getting uh, stasis with it. So that is uh, something I highly suggest. Keto, everybody knows keto, stay low in carbs. I feel like the keto diet is a way to get off to a good start, you know, really explode off the off the line. But at the same point, I don't, I personally do not feel that it is the most beneficial for energy and just to not be eating carbs. You know, people like carbs and it does, uh, it's hard to have a cheat meal. When you jump into, you know, when you jump into ketosis, you are taking out all the carbs. It takes about 72 hours. If you have a cheat meal four or five days later, you're immediately out and you can't, you know, it takes you another three days to get back back into it. So I don't want to sound like I'm negative on it. I did use that to start to, you know, explode 15, 20 pounds off. And I would tell you to use that. Um, And again, like I said earlier, you're going to have to use these things to kind of maneuver your way through it. Use a little bit of everything. Again, I will, I've tried everything now. I'm a little set, but you know, it's not never good to, to be set. You want to be, you want to be changing. Caloric deficit is the, you know, at the top, what I keep kind of repeating calories in, calories out, taking track of everything you put into your body. And let's say that you're eating bad, whatever that be, you know, I'm having two pieces of pizza for lunch, then I'm having a hamburger, yada, yada, yada. Just by tracking that, putting that in front of you, um, will hit you in the face. Oh, I'm eating this, I'm eating that. And then what, again, all you got to do is take out four to 500 calories a day. So that's a slice of pizza. That's, you know, it could be your Belvita bar. It could be, you know, your your Nutella. Uh, you know, everybody has these little um, cheats that they like. All you got to do is just a little bit at a time. And then once you're down to that, after you stay, it takes about two months to for something to become a habit. So once you're in your your this diet, then all of a sudden, okay, you're just eating less per day. Your stomach's smaller and you're still eating. I'm not telling you to, to go do intermittent fasting or keto. I'm just telling you to eat a little less. So there's all these different options that you could do. Um, meal prep is another way you could buy meal prep. It is a little expensive. You could do this. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in Brooklyn. It's a little expensive, maybe $11, $12 a meal, but there's a couple of things that, you know, I think that could always be an easier way. Just, just eat what's sent to you. You know, if you have the money, um, the carnivore diet, there's these other ones, carnivore, omnivore. Again, it depends how you feel. And anything that the main point is to, of this was is just to get you to lose weight. You know, Dr. Michael Greger, he wouldn't be somebody that I say totally agree with, but very well known in this industry. He specializes in clinical nutrition. His um, whole thing, stay away from processed foods, obviously, um, that'll make you feel better. But, you know, eating full uh, whole foods minimizes the intake of meat and eggs. So he's, you know, his point is, uh, he believes in a high, uh, you know, a high plant-based diet. That is something, you know, I personally think everybody should be eating mostly, um, you know, grains and a carb. And you want that protein to be 20, 25%. So I'm not saying, I totally agree with what he's saying, but even if you want to do something like that, where you're just mostly plants, I, you, you can't not lose weight and do that. Uh, I personally think for somebody who's trying to lose weight, you're probably going to, not want that because who the hell just wants to eat 
you know, plants, but, um, I'm more than happy to get into, you know, more details on this on another, you know, episode. There's so much to kind of connect when you talk about fitness and health, but I really hope that I did a little bit of, uh, you know, nudging you in the right way here. Um, again, I, I, I will be more than happy to talk about this if you guys want. Um, I'm glad that we kind of connected the mind to the body, as we say here, and I really hope that this gets you guys, um, you know, in the right mindset. A, it's all about mindset. Um, get in that mindset, set the intent, be positive, be focused, be determined. All right. Um, you know, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. I'll see you on the next one. All right. Stay safe, stay blessed, and stay positive. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye.